I just want to um, remind the new moons one more time that this will be the last Lua report that airs on Monday. There will no longer be Monday episodes. The Lua Nova podcast will now air Fridays only. The Lua report will remain. It'll just be moving to a segment um, that's part of Friday's episodes. Okay. As I mentioned in the last episode, in the future, there will be a subscription service where you'll get to interact with me, etc. Uh, so that, you know, if once a week is just not enough for you, then you'll get to interact with me. But that will be once my show grows to a larger level. But in the meantime, um, I am focusing on my health and getting better. Um, I'm taking a holistic approach in the meantime because that's what I can afford. <laughs> As you all know, I um, am self-employed, so I have to take that route. But anyway, the Luanova podcast now airs every Friday and Fridays only. So this is the last Lua report that will air on Monday. Lua reports will now only air during Friday episodes. So some episodes will be a Lua report. Some episodes there won't be a Lua report. It's not going to be this constant Monday and Friday schedule. It's a lot on me and um, I need to take care of my health. But uh, don't worry, the Friday episodes will remain in place. I, that will not change. Okay, I prefer to have my show air on Fridays. So I will talk to you all this Friday. I am Josie, your Afro-Latina Regina George of Witchery, and you are tuned in to the frequency of the Lua Nova podcast. And we are back to doing the Lua report. Uh, we are back on our regular schedule, and we even have a little bit of Lua tea that we're going to get into. Uh, I realize that when it comes to the Lua tea segment, that no matter what day I record, it could be the day before, that I'm always going to miss out on something that's going to you know, happen within media. So if I sound behind or whatever, it's because although I do record right before the episode is supposed to come out, or at least I try to, unless I have something else I have to do that week, I, um, <laughs> I also understand that I can't, unless I'm just sitting here refreshing all forms of media all day, I can't keep up with everything. But anyway... I want to especially take a moment to thank my Latin American listeners. They are, of course, the biggest part of who tunes in every week. And as an Afro-Latina who wanted to see more of myself in media, who needed to be a representation of what it is like to be Afro-Latina and grow up in the South, I want to thank you. Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. And that is my second language. <laughs> and I really never count Spanish as my third language, but um, it kind of is. But anyway, today's Lua report comes from an artist that is Colombian. And she is Colombiana. And the great thing about that is that Colombia happens to be one of the top five countries that tunes in every single week. They are consistently in the top five. So thank you to Colombia and I know that a lot of that has to do with my love for Carol G and she has been mentioned in three separate episodes of the Lua Report but today's artist helped me through an extremely 
difficult time in my life. This is back when she was not known for, uh, she was not well known yet. And she was, uh, the, the songs I'm, I'm going to reference were in English, but she was not regularly singing in Spanish. And that's okay. Because, I mean, that's the great thing about, um, being of Latin descent is the diversity. She is somebody that I wish that I could thank, um, for, that extremely difficult time in my life and the proof that music and the frequency of music can really help heal you because I don't think I could listen to any of those songs without smiling and feeling like I overcame a really difficult time in my life and as many of you know I'm going through a medical <laughs> uh, issue that I don't want to discuss I may discuss in the future but not anytime soon um, and music is helping to heal me there as well. So I'll talk about that in the future, possibly. Anyway, today's Lua report is on Colombian superstar Cali Uchis. I normally would jump right into the collective tarot reading, but I'm going to jump right into the Lua report because I haven't been able to do one. I haven't felt up to it. haven't had the time to do the research um, without being extremely exhausted just <laughs> for sitting, standing for too long. But um, I'm excited to get right into it. So Kali Uchis is a Colombian singer. She is very well known now. Um, and congratulations on your baby. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> uh, that That's always something to celebrate. She, her birth chart alone is, says a lot about why I connected with her. There's a, quite a bit of water in her chart, but her sun sign is in, is in the sign of cancer. The cancer sign is the mother of the zodiac. And considering that she was, her music was something I leaned on as though I needed to hear, hear it just to kind of get through the day. It says a lot about how we view cancer to begin with. Cancer, being the mother of the zodiac, is oftentimes the type of person, whether it be a mother, a friend, etc., that you know you can always rely on, that you know is always going to have an encouraging word or just a level of frequency that we need to be around in order to heal. But I also want you all to keep in mind that that means that they don't know how to reach out to others when they need to heal, you know, and as you all know, I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. My mother is a cancer sun, a cancer moon and a cancer rising. And there's also quite a bit of cancer in her birth chart. So I see this firsthand as somebody who was raised by a cancer. They are of the water signs. They're the water sign that is going to wholeheartedly have your back and there's nothing that once they love you there's nothing in their in their eyes that you could ever do wrong so I picked up on that just from that difficult time that I was in I remember that I had been in a horrific accident that I'm surprised I walked away from but you know when you're spiritually aligned the way I am which I didn't know at the time because this was a very long time ago um there are many people looking out for you and there are many spirit guides looking out for you, etc. And my spirit guides were right there with me, Santisima, Santa Muerte, especially. Basically letting me know before I even understood this, that 
um, it was not my time to go with her. And um, so here I am in this car that I hate because I had to hurry up and get a car, credit ruined, going through just the worst time of my life. And I discover Kali Uchis and I discover a song called Riding Around. And the song is in English. And um, the version that I'm referring to is, I, I don't know if it would be considered a remix or just another version of the song, but I used to listen to this song on a daily basis just to get through the day. <laughs> and later on, um, her song, she has a song called Loner. And the lyrics alone were the basis of how I saw relationships and how I lived my life for several years before I met the man that I'm with now. And I remember the first time I played Loner for the man that I'm with now, he didn't even realize that how the impact that that song had on my life and how it reminded me of a difficult time in my life. And he instantly connected with it. Um, of course, he's a water sign, so <laughs> no surprise there. Uh, Scorpios are very in tune with music, so that's not shocking. But we're going to get into her birth chart. I just wanted to take this moment to say that this is a this is an artist who's truly an artist who truly understands her gift and that the music that she puts out her, her newest song with peso pluma for instance it will connect you with a certain frequency that you don't even realize you need in your life a lot of people are into this coquette aesthetic which i find odd but because coquette aesthetic is almost lolita like and i find that disturbing for adult women but or or children actually it makes it even worse if it uh if you're dressing a child up this way but her song her newest song with peso pluma um has been associated with coquette aesthetic i associate it with just being um the epitome of modern disco they it, it's amazing and beautiful and timeless and um, it sounds like something straight out of the 70s, but we, I wasn't even thought of yet, so maybe I'm wrong, but, <laughs> but that's kind of what I mean. And I, I, it's something I've mentioned recently that music has certain frequencies that we need, that you do not have to meditate to regular meditation music. You can meditate to any kind of music. You can meditate to corn. You can meditate to Kali Uchis, you can meditate to whatever you want. Grupo Frontera is my favorite group. I can meditate to their music. It's absolutely possible. And meditation is not sitting quietly uh, with your eyes closed all the time. There are many different types of meditation. So I actually really heavily recommend listening to Kali Uchis depending on the type of meditation that you want to do. And because um, her music, of course, it put it got me through a difficult time. A lot of her music is upbeat. That's not to say she doesn't have sad songs, of course, but if that's something you want to meditate with because you're in a healing era, you're you're doing your shadow work, then she's still an artist that I recommend for that as well. But let's get back to her birth chart. So I'm going to actually start with her Jupiter sign. Her Jupiter sign is in Scorpio. Um, her birth chart is heavily i'm sorry has heavy water placements her moon sign is also in scorpio um i did forget to mention that there is uh, no mention of what time she was born so we don't know her rising sign and therefore her chart might be a little bit off so i'm basing my reading on what i was able to find so starting with jupiter in uh scorpio 
Jupiter is the planet of expansion and the planet of knowledge. So although we associate Jupiter with that pit bull, Mr. Worldwide money energy, it's also a planet that has a lot to do with expansion period because it is so massive. So think of King of Swords energy, which we talked about recently. I even There's even an episode that I named after the King of Swords, Divine Masculine Energy. Uh, very, very aggressive, especially in the sign of Scorpio. Um, it can be, but it's also a very spiritual sign. So that means that because this is such a massive expansion and it's in the sign of Scorpio, that Scorpio energy is multiplied more than somebody whose sun sign would be in Scorpio. Meaning that this person is extremely spiritual. She may even be a witch and that would be cool. I'm not saying that she is one and a lot of you are learning that there's nothing negative about being a witch, which is why I, I um, have no problem calling myself one because I know it makes the right people uncomfortable. But when you are connected with your spirit guides, etc., people oftentimes assume all sorts of negative things. But this is the type of person who is aware that they have a spiritual gift, that their music even, that her music even is extremely spiritual in nature and that it was meant to be that. that that's the kind of the key here, especially with her moon sign also being in the sign of Scorpio and her sun sign being in Cancer. These are these are very intense water placements. Um, our sun sign, again, is important. It explains a part of who we are. Obviously, it's kind of the forefront of who we are, but it is not the only part of who we are. Our moon sign can be just as important. So our moon sign, like I said, a lot of times is our shadow self, or um, if you're in your villain era, it might be the side of you that you allow to come out more and more. And so with her... Uh, you can see it a lot in her features, the the dark features, etc. This is somebody who's very comfortable in their darkness. Then think of the moon always being in the darkness, but the moon is what the light in the darkness. So she has a very strong balance between the two. Based on my connections as a witch, I can tell you that Santissima Santa Muerte is a spirit that certainly watches over her as well. Um, I'm not sure if she's aware of that, but she should definitely look into that. Not to say that Santissima is out here uh, watching over every single Scorpio ever, but, I, <laughs> but people who are very comfortable with light and dark, people who are comfortable with um, their intensity, they don't back off from it, they don't back off from their feelings at all, and a Cancer definitely doesn't, they tend to connect better with spirits that are considered darker okay so i consider that a good sign that i consider that a great thing and it says a lot about her artistry and why her music has such emotion and intensity behind it another interesting area uh, that i found in her birth chart that I can't believe I didn't mention first is that this is another celebrity with a stellium. However, this isn't a Capricorn stellium. This, she has a Scorpio stellium. She has Scorpio as her Jupiter sign, her Pluto sign, and her moon sign. So remember, a stellium is any time that one sign in particular, one zodiac sign, shows up in your birth chart at least three times. So um, I believe it actually shows up four times. I cannot remember the fourth one to save my life. And apparently I did not write it down. But <laughs> um, 
her Pluto being in Scorpio means that uh, Pluto is the planet that shakes things up. Right now, Pluto is in Aquarius, which is a perfect combination for shaking things up. Pluto does not allow you to not exp not expand to your greatness. Okay, it expects that from you the same way the Saturn does, but not in such an aggressive nature. Pluto will do so in a way that you don't see coming. So. Well, Pluto is in Aquarius at the moment. This is why we're seeing things shake up the way they are in 2024. Her Pluto being in Scorpio, Scorpio is ruled by both Mars and Pluto. Okay. So this is why Scorpios tend to have a very intense, very intense, um, anger about them sometimes, especially when they are angry. This is something that you see more with Aries because they're also ruled by the planet of Mars. However, it's not right out in your face. Scorpio is a little more thought out. Okay. Also keep in mind that water signs are emotional by nature. That's, that's okay. That's not a negative stereotype. That's a good thing because cancer in particular, not only do they know what to do with those emotions, but they can do so in a way that is actually quite helpful to not just themselves, but to those around them. And with that being her sun sign and having so much Scorpio in her chart, this is somebody who is extremely emotional, but may not be in your face about it. She might keep it very private because she does have so much Scorpio in her chart. And we're going to, we're going to hear it in her music though. We're going to even see it in her interviews. There's always going to be her studying every single person that she's being interviewed by and being very careful about how much emotion she's showing. And, um, that might have also a little bit to do with the fact that her Chiron and her Venus are in Virgo. Okay. So there's also some Virgo in this chart, which of course that stood out to me. Of course it did. <laughs> My Venus is also in Virgo. So how she is within her relationships, especially her romantic relationships is also very careful, is also very thought out. She is not somebody who just jumps to in a relationship just to do it. That person has to mean something very, uh, so that has to, she has to have a very strong connection with them. And that is both the Scorpio and the Virgo in her chart that I'm picking up on. Okay. So to wrap all of this up, this is an intense water sign <laughs> whose Scorpio in her chart kind of overtakes every other part of her chart. Uh, we will continue to get the kind of music that sticks with us forever because Scorpios tend to be very musically inclined to begin with. And we will also continue to feel as though she gets us, as though she has our back, as though she made that song just for us. You know, the, that's why the lyrics are intense. That's why they are such beautiful lyrics within her songs in English and Spanish. I would say the ones that are in Spanish even more so. Okay. So that is how I'm going to go ahead and wrap up her Lua report. I want to say a very special obrigada to Kali Uchis and Paravins as E <laughs> and, <laughs> and congratulations to you on your new baby. I am very excited about that for you, Swaji. Let's go ahead and get into the collective reading. Um, I am looking all around the room, which is why I sound very scattered for my tarot deck. Oh, here it is. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> you see, this is why we have to check the deck because when I picked it up, the entire deck was upside down. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. 
but let's talk about the pink unicorn in the room which is my disclaimer a collective reading is meant for a collective amount of people meaning that this reading may or may not resonate with you also if you do not consent to having your tarot card read then you may fast forward and it does not offend me that you do not want your tarot cards read there's nothing wrong with that if you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me i always leave my email address for the show at the end of every single episode okay i do a one card reading when it's a collective reading but when you book personal readings you get to choose what kind of reading you want done and I hope you all enjoyed the Valentine one that I just recently did. I enjoyed that episode. It was long, but I really enjoyed it. This episode might be long too, because we haven't even gotten to Lua tea yet. But Lua, by the way, in Portuguese, just means moon. Okay? <laughs> For those of you who are not sure uh, what that translates to, remember Portuguese and Spanish are similar, but not the same. Okay? Very similar, but not the same. But I do not shuffle my deck any particular amount of times. I do read intuitively. And if I'm getting a message from my spirit guides, your spirit guides, etc., then I go with it. Okay. And a lot of time that is, that is, um, doesn't necessarily have anything to do with just the tarot. If it has to do with me being drawn to a message on top of the tarot card that I'm going to pull for you. As you all know, I've been having some issues and most of my deck just fell. Uh, <laughs> with reading uh, because my whenever i cleanse my deck they the cards have been getting really wet and that sucks so if you hear cards sticking together and me stopping to pull them apart that's why okay so what is your card for the week remember we're gonna have another collective reading on friday what is your card for the week when you are hearing this, this is after Super Bowl Sunday, so I hope none of you are hungover at work. Hope that you are having a good Monday, etc. Whatever. But what is your card for the week? Which one am I going to pick? Your card for the week is sticking, <laughs> sticking a little bit. <laughs> is the ace of wands yay i love this card so let me take a look at this card for a second and what i'm picking up on okay so this i this is going to be kind of a silly reading but you're going to start something new but it's not anything serious it's not you're 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 not starting like a new semester of a, of a class you've always wanted to take this is starting something new like you're you're going to a different coffee shop you're trying a new nail color or a new nail salon but you're <laughs> you try it at a new gym there there's there is some newness coming into your life it's going to seem very adventurous you're, you're pretty excited about it you know it does cause a bit of a creative side of you to come out which is a good thing we need a little bit of shaking up in our lives here and there it's nothing that you need to be afraid of it's nothing that you need to be concerned about this is something that you just wanted to switch up because you're a little bored you know and you're like you know what it's been so boring this february is boring everything's boring and i, <laughs> I need something new so you're trying something new maybe you went to a different grocery store maybe you took a different route home from work etc but you tried out you know you're wearing a color you never wear you're gonna do something new 
Okay, you need a little bit of adventure in your life. You're feeling a little bit stuck. And I really love that for you. <laughs> because I think that I'm something I want to do as well. All right, so I'm going to take some advice from you. And I'm going to shake up something. Maybe I'll paint my nails a color I never do. Um, you all know I do my own acrylics. And I always do either pink or red. I hardly ever do any other colors. So maybe I'll do something different. <laughs> But that is your reading for this week. Try something new, okay? Ace of Wands energy all week. Now, as you all also know, when it comes to reading for a celebrity, I do not have their consent. Therefore, this is not meant to be taken seriously. This is just uh, a message that I may have for them. It is not meant to be taken in the heart. And just like you would have to contact me personally to get a reading, um, the same goes for a celebrity. Whenever you see these so-called tarot readers on social media reading for celebrities that they don't know, please be wary of them. Please, I don't know why y'all believe them because a lot of time they're wrong. And also they're not doing it from a good place. They don't, they're not real readers. Real readers understand that when it comes to our spiritual connections that our spirit guides owe us nothing and that other people's spirit guides should only come to us with consent okay consent is extremely important so the card that i'm about to choose from this cali is again meant for entertainment purposes only okay it may or may not resonate with her and that's okay so and i'm not gonna take too long to shuffle Oh, <laughs> I love this. Well, she got a really great card. She got one of my favorite cards of all time. The Ten of Cups. So we all know that she has not had her baby yet, as far as I know. And um, what a what a perfect card. This is a harmonious uh, union. This is, the, the, for somebody who's pregnant, getting the Ten of Cups is perfectly matched because the Ten of Cups is associated with having a very happy family. Now keep in mind that a happy family um, looks different for everybody. It could be two moms, it could be two dads, it could be, you know, step parents, etc., adopted parents, etc., different ethnicities, all of the above, different religions combining. A happy family does not necessarily have one structure of we're married, we're the same race, we're the same religion, etc. But this baby is coming into a very happy family and a very happy union in general. And for her, that could mean a, a million different things. Okay. I don't know her personal life like that. And I purposely chose not to look into it. Well, I did get a phone call right as I was finishing up this reading for Miss Kelly. But as I was saying, the Ten of Cups energy oftentimes points to a marriage or a happy family. It can point to having some sort of a union in general. Meeting your new baby would also be Ten of Cups energy. So it is a very happy time for her. And I hope that she is being celebrated by everybody who loves her. It, based on the energy of this card, I definitely think so. And I would advise her to keep in mind the number 10 because this is the 10 of cups, um, energy 
and it be, and her being a water sign are no coincidence. So number 10 will be very important in her life. Okay. So that is my reading for Miss Kelly Uchis. And I again want to thank Kelly Uchis as well as her fans, as well as my Colombian audience for kind of being the reason why she was the Lua Report this week. I know you all have been asking for me to do a Brazilian artist. I do already have one in mind. <laughs> and uh, as you all know, I've been recovering, so I haven't started the research on that yet, on that person yet but it is coming this season okay there's also an, a TikTok uh brazilian influencer that i've considered doing so i wasn't sure which one i wanted to do first okay but i will not say anything more about that but as an afro-brazilian girl myself of course it's important for me to do brazilian people on for my show but let's go ahead and get into lua tea which I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a little. It's, there's nothing really in this cup this week. If you <laughs> and if you want to see my cup, by the way, that I use when I do have to drink green tea, which I'm hating. I hate green tea, by the way. I don't like tea. I'm a water girl. But um, you can see it on my TikTok. On the last pr promo video I did, there is a, a shot of my cup. It's so cute. It says Good Witch. It's pink. It's a pink cauldron. This says Good Witch. So just want to shout out that cup and I got it at Marshall's <laughs> I don't think they have it anymore that was right before Halloween but Lua T the biggest thing that people are talking about right now is Drake's penis uh, I can't seem to escape it I can't seem to get around it and this is actually being recorded right before the Super Bowl so I will not be able to tell you anything about that until the very next episode when I hope that there's more Lua tea to give you uh, as you all can tell by the last episode I cannot stand Taylor Swift um, not I, I don't mean her personally I mean her fan base I mean what she represents anything that represents media mediocrity I don't I just don't back. I just can't do it. And I, I don't like performative types of people. And when I think of an artist that is extremely talented, etc., um, she's just not somebody who immediately comes to mind. I'm not saying she has no talent. I'm just saying that I don't understand mediocrity and why it's always pushed so hard in the in American media. But as far as the rest of what's going on in Lua T, let's talk a little bit about Yolanda Salivar. We're not so much talking about Yolanda as we are talking about the disgrace that is constantly attacking legends that are gone. This doesn't, and I'm not referring to just Selena, I'm referring to Nipsey Hussle, I'm referring to Prince, etc. When a certain artists pass, they start the media starts to talk about the drug issues they had or who they were cheating with or like with for instance um princess diana talking dragging her through the mud for her relationship etc this that's disgusting this person is not here to defend themselves and their family will forever be grieving because this person is legendary this person is somebody who we're going to keep seeing throughout history because they made history and so to glorify her killer is such a slap in the face to Selena's family and Selena's husband, Chris. And 
Um, I'm one of those people who does not believe that in death, all of a sudden that you're single. So Chris will always be seen in my eyes as her husband and her, and the love of her life, obviously her short lived life. We don't know what would have happened for her and it doesn't matter because she's not here to talk about it. Obviously as a Texan and a Mexicana, I see Selena in a certain way. She's one of the first artist I ever saw that had a body type that didn't fit this boring up and down, no ass, no tetas, no <laughs> boring hair aesthetic. She fit a different aesthetic that I was not used to seeing. Her indigenous features, etc. Something that the media also tried to eliminate. I All of this is something that I connected with. Um, of course, I grew up in Texas. I, I am originally from Dallas. I am from the hood of Dallas. And being half Mexicana, of course, I grew up listening to quite a bit of Selena. She, her music was uh, an important factor, an important, and I would say an important part of the soundtrack of my life. And so glorifying her murderer um, spiritually has me thinking that Yolanda must have some sort of death wish. And I don't mean with a spirit like Santissima. I mean like in general with any sort of spirits that protect both the family of Selena, but also protect Selena even in death. Okay. Because when you keep messing with somebody's death, such as attacking Megan the Stallion's mother, then you will continue to reap those consequences. You can try to throw Christianity around all you want to, but we all know that Christianity has a base that has a lot to do with stealing from other religions and other practices, yet whitewashing them, yet colonizing them, but their roots still remain the same. And that replies to Selena, who I'm sure in death now understands her place in the world and the impact that she has. And the energy that that creates, the energy that that creates is that of uh, protection from her family and her fans. That is, this is a woman with a massive fan base. And to this day, and as somebody who still lives in Texas, I can tell you that her music, her everything still has a strong influence as though she was here right now, as though she was right here performing with Beyonce, etc. So... I am not understanding the glorification of anybody, anybody who has hurt others. We see this a lot in media. We see this with school shooters. We see this with serial killers, their glorification of who they are. They, once again, pushing mediocrity. These are people who chose to be mediocre. These are people who knew that they had nothing going on in their life, who, who knew that they weren't special, who knew that they weren't shit. And so they had to do something to be well-known. It's, it's perfectly okay to be infamous. However, let's stop striving for mediocrity. Let's stop living off somebody else's name. But if you continue to do so, do not be shocked by the consequences of it. Because spiritually, you cannot outrun what the spiritual realm has in store for you. You just can't. Okay? So at the time, those are the biggest stories going on. There's really nothing spiritual that I could tell you about Drake. Um, this is still somebody who has attacked women. Um, these women, including Megan Thee Stallion and Rihanna, um, that attacks any woman who goes against him, really, and who seems to have an affinity for children. And so I have nothing nice to say about Drake and don't 
know what to tell you all other than I think that he leaked it leaked this video or whatever it was himself um, and to try to get some of the negative publicity from Megan the Stallion's song Hiss off of him but I mean he's still pretty lame to me so I don't <laughs> I don't know too much of what to go into there the other thing that is currently going on in the world is a lot of media hype over things that are not actually as bad as they seem from the texas border to weather conditions i recently saw a TikTok of somebody saying that it was snowing in texas and it was near an area that i live in it was definitely not snowing in texas not to say that it never snows in texas in the panhandle it actually snows often and um they were not referring to the panhandle I saw a similar video of somebody saying the same thing about San Diego and it was not snowing there whatsoever. It was, <laughs> I know that they have had some tough rains at the moment, but um, my man was recently there and it was clear skies. Um, he had uh, a sibling show him that where he was located in California, it was also pretty normal weather. And so I need you all to be careful about what you consume in media because the media pushes negative agendas on purpose. This whole Texas border thing has caused these weirdo Trump supporters to believe that there's some kind of crisis going on that that is not there. Okay. Uh, Mexico is no more um, dangerous than the U.S. In fact, I believe the U.S. is 100 times more dangerous because we could get shot just for going to the grocery store for just existing. That's actually pretty normal here. And the only thing that you're going to hear from politicians is thoughts and prayers. Okay. So Christianity is pushed here, but yet most of these so-called Christians do not live that way. And I'm referring to the politicians. They don't actually live like real Christians should. So I would not believe any of the hype, the hype behind not going to Jamaica. Once again, it's interesting to me that there's always these attacks on areas that have black and brown people that is not that is not um made up it is not well it is made up but it is not by accident it's on purpose okay so just be careful about what you're consuming in media because a lot of the time is very much so untrue it is called fear mongering for a reason they mean to put this fear in you so that you don't live your life so that you do start to put up these imaginary walls for no reason just be mindful of that because spiritually you're cutting yourself off from your blessings a lot of the time okay by having these small ways of thinking all right so that is the lua tea for this week there might be another lua tea at the end of the week i don't know yet <laughs> let's hope something interesting is happening besides uh somebody leaking a video of their penis okay <laughs>
And it will pop up as Luanova Podcast so that you can see that it's me. I have on a black outfit in my profile picture. <laughs> if you send me a message on TikTok, I will absolutely follow you back. Unfortunately, I did have to recently block a very odd person who was following me and was upset that I was in a relationship. I have no idea who this guy is and he was a creep and I didn't know he was a creep at first. So just know that when you follow me, keep it real cute. And yes, I'm in a relationship. I don't know how you miss that. But <laughs> anyway, um, thank you again. I will talk to you all Friday. Have a great rest of your week. And I hope that you got something out of this episode. Um, I hope that we're not going to see any more of anybody's leaked nudes that they leaked themselves. Please keep that to yourself. We didn't ask for it. We didn't want it. <laughs> Ciao. Thank you.